Welcome to How to Complete a Project. Today we're talking about setting up the measuring and tracking systems for your project. How to Complete a Project is a podcast for people who struggle with the last parts. I'm Lindsay and I'll be facilitating your journey from anxiety and overwhelm and being stuck to wrapping it up. So why do we set this up now and not in the maintain momentum phase? Well, we set the deliverables in this phase and the timeline so that when we're maintaining momentum, we can feel the momentum we're maintaining. So if you know the deliverables, your final product, what you want the output to be, and what will make this project successful for you, we should know how to track that success. There are so many ways to measure and track success. You can get a timeline together. You can do it on some project management software like Zana, Trello, Basecamp, or Notion is a big one coming up. You can track it by deliverable. Like if you have several end products that you want by the end of your project and you can do it by feeling. Uh, Painting is a good reference to this because at the end you want a painting that evokes some certain kind of feelings unless you're painting a physical thing right like you're painting a bowl of fruit or you're painting a landscape that's your end product but if you're doing like an impression or something more abstract you're going for the feeling what what do you want to try what are you trying to elicit with this painting before you do anything else we're gonna mark down just grab a piece of paper we're gonna mark down how are you going to track success is your success by the deadline, which every product, every project that you do needs to have a timeline. It could be a two-year timeline. It could be a five-year timeline. But you, in order to stay on track and measure this successfully, you need a timeline. And if you're not sure about that timeline, kind of estimate and then triple it. That's my rule of thumb. If I don't know how long it's going to take to build shelves, then I say it's going to happen in an afternoon, but really give it a day and a half. I feel like that's fair. And then figure out the way that you're going to track it. So that's where your software comes in. If you want that software, some people are paper planners to the death. And that's awesome. Put it on a piece of paper. You can track out a timeline. You can draw your own timeline if you want to. Uh, And then just kind of pick the method that you are going to continually go back to to check in about this project. Then write down at the end of this project, how will I know that it's done? Will it look a certain way? What are the things that I'm not going to give on. Like I'm not flexible about this or this, but I'm flexible in everything else. For example, in a couple podcasts ago, we talked about a birdhouse. Like it definitely has to have the structure of a birdhouse and a hole and a blue roof. And otherwise I'm flexible on whatever life throws at me during this project. So what in the end are you not willing to be flexible about what does what do you need to have to feel like this is complete? Um, and if that's a feeling, name the feeling. So your timeline and deliverable tracking. Once you write down what it needs to be at the end, all right, easy peasy. Now we're going to start the tracking list. So you want a checklist of what is done at the end of it. And you're going to go backwards. Like we talked a little bit about the timeline and the checklist is no different, right? So during the timeline portion of the podcast, we 
did a list of like what needs to be completed at the halfway mark and things like that. So we we're just going to mark all that down now. And you should know based on your checklist where you are in your timeline, keep these things together. That's awesome. And you should because some people are more visual, even if all you have is your checklist and a list of like what needs to be done at each phase, you should be able to tell right away, okay, I've got these four things done. I'm moving on to phase two of four, right? Because four is completion. (laughs) Project management software. So people who struggle to keep on multiple projects at once, I am talking to you. If you don't like software, you can do the same thing with a dry erase board and post-its or a piece of paper and small post-its. Search for Kanban boards examples. You will be amazed. They are so much fun. This is essential if you are working with a team to have it like online. It's just so much easier for everybody to share where they are and to see where a project is tracking. But if it's just for you, find something that you're going to be comfortable going back with over and over and over again. As a tip, this is not something new. If you have never been in a sauna or a Trello board and you really want to try it, like this is kind of a project into itself. It's very easy to set up and it's easy to maintain. Those are probably the easiest two softwares out there for project management. Uh, however, there it's a new thing, right? It's a new thing to you and there's a learning curve and not everybody learns at the same rate. So if you haven't already gotten into Trello and Asana, and this project does not include Trello and Asana, then just skip that and go to like paper, make it easy for yourself. But of course, if you want to try it out, I support that as well. So what you want to check out is that you have, um, if you're in, and I'm, I'm speaking directly to like the the Kanban board method, right? If you're doing this on a whiteboard or a piece of paper or Trello or Asana, set up your columns. You're going to have a resource column. Do you have logins that you need for this project? Keep a list of your tools that you need for this project. These are things that don't change. It's the resources for this project, things that you need, things you need to know, places that you need to go, whatever it is, you have a resource column and all of that information stays right there. Then you have, we'll keep it as simple as possible. So resources, there's to do, which is like basically a holding cell or backlog of these are the tasks for this project. You've already identified them. You identified them on your timeline. You identified them in this measuring phase. These are all the tasks that I need to complete to have a complete project. Everything goes in there. Then when you start working on one of those, you move it over to the in-progress column. Again, just keeping this very simple, you can also put a sprint column in there. And that just means this is what I'm focusing on as hard as I can to make this go as fast as possible. But for now, let's just call it in-progress. So we move over a post-it into in-progress. And when that task is complete, you can move it to complete. Now, some tasks overlap like you can work on probably five tasks at once and not feel any repercussion from that but if you're building something from scratch obviously you need to have a foundation before you put detail work on so that is more 
it's almost more like that would be more sprint-like than in progress. But again, just to keep it simple, we'll just focus on that, even though I keep bringing up sprints. Um, so, so for the birdhouse, we're going to build this, the foundation first, four walls and a, and a floor, right? And so that's one card. Um, and that goes over into in progress. Once that's complete, you move it over to the complete part and then go grab another or five other tasks that you're going to start all at one time and bring them over to the in progress. You've got a really clear view, a really clear visual clue where your project is based on where your cards are in that board. Again, this works with post-it notes on a whiteboard or tiny post-it notes on a piece of paper or a sauna and Trello, if that is your preference. So thank you for showing up for yourself today. Next time, we'll be talking about starting. If you're trying to complete a project, click in the description to download our free checklist and identify what stage you're in.